Welcome back into the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zada here, your host for the next few weeks as we continue to head up to draft day. Uh, last three picks off the board, in case you weren't with us over the last couple days. Sheldon Rankins heading to Oakland. Darren Lee heading to Los Angeles. And Andrew Billings heading to Detroit, looking to turn that team around. Uh, we head now to the Atlanta Falcons, a team finishing uh, really, again, here picking at 17, right in the middle of the pack in the NFL just about. And heading up the Atlanta Falcons this year, we have Matt Caraccio. He is a contributor to Inside the Pylon as well as uh, a podcast host on the Saturday to Sunday football podcast. And Matt, appreciate you and your team uh, taking the time to uh, make a pick with us today. Well, Chuck, I want to say thank you so much for having us, and we're really excited to get started. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to just briefly introduce our team. Um, so the Saturday to Sunday team is with us. Uh, Mr. Paul Pertichese is here. He'll be our head coach. Our offensive coordinator will be Mr. Brandon Jones. And, of course, joining us, our newest contributor, a stud, a hidden gem, our defensive coordinator, Eric Coleman. Outstanding. So as you've seen uh, through this project, you now have 15 minutes to make your selection for the Atlanta Falcons. I will give you some time warnings along the way. If you need to ask, you certainly can as well. But as of right now, the Atlanta Falcons are officially on the clock. Welcome, gentlemen. I'm very excited for this upcoming draft. As we've discussed earlier, the Falcons are in a championship window, and each player personnel decision that we make is crucial to the success of our organization. We've already begun to add talent to our football team during free agency. We've actually added quarterback Matt Schaub. We've added some wide receiving depth with Mohamed Sanu and Aldrick Robinson. We've bolstered our offensive line with center Alex Mack, Tom Compton, Bryce Harris, and we've also helped out our defense by adding Sean Weatherspoon and Leroy Reynolds at linebacker, as well as defensive end Derek Shelby and Adrian Claiborne, cornerback Demarcus Van Dyke and Charles Godfrey at safety and Damian Parms as well at safety. Uh, with our picks, guys, only in rounds one through four and seven, it's really crucial that we make this first selection count. The direction we decide to take this draft is going to heavily depend upon how we leverage this first pick. And given the magnitude of the selection, I think it would be really in our best interest to just review our options here and how that might impact our draft plan as we move on. I'd like to begin with our head coach, Paul Pertichese. Uh Paul, uh, if you can give us a quick outline of our team needs, and then I'd like to spin it right around to our defensive coordinator, Eric Coleman, and then finally finishing up with Brandon Jones, and then we'll bring it back for discussion before we make our selection. Paul? So, yeah, so I think the needs are, uh, you know, pretty pretty extensive. So like Matt was saying, I think we really have to hit these needs hard and try to fill holes at the same time get the best player available. On the defensive side of the ball, I think the biggest need is at the linebacker position. We have no foundational pieces on there right now. Paul Warlow is entering his final year. Uh, Sean Weatherspoon just signed a one-year deal to come back. So we really have no foundational pieces there moving forward. So I think linebacker is probably the most pressing need. I think we need a Mike linebacker and also a weak side linebacker. Second biggest need is probably at the strong safety position. We have a free safety, but we really don't have much of the strong safety position. So I think that is a need uh, number two. And number three, I'm going to put the D-line in general because I do think we need help in a variety of places. I think the only foundational piece we have on the D-line is Vic Beasley in that Leo role. But I think there is some uh, flexibility with possibly making him more of a linebacker in the Bruce Irvin type role. So I think we could be looking at a guy who could be a Leo, but 
if we're going to go to the end, it might also be a guy, uh, a five-tech, who can play the run well, hold the point of attack, kind of like that Red Bryant role that he used to play in Seattle. In addition, you can also look at the D-tackle uh, spot, and we have a bunch of guys who can be that penetrating three technique, but we are missing that big run stuffing one technique as well, who also could potentially kick out uh, to that five technique. On offense, I don't think we have as many needs. I think it's wide receiver. We could use another weapon next to Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu, and we don't have a tight end. We have never been able to uh, truthfully replace Tony Gonzalez, so I think that's a need. And then the interior, while Alex Mack solidified the center spot, I think we're lacking at the guard spot. So, Eric, if you don't mind, can you take us through your top two or three options right now and where you'd like to leverage this pick? Sure. I'm glad we're talking about the defense. I think the defense is our biggest need. I think that's what's holding us back from being a deep playoff-type run team. I agree linebacker and really D-line I see as the biggest needs. I really was hoping Darren Lee fell to us. That didn't happen. I don't see the value at linebacker anymore. I think Reggie Ragland's not versatile enough for us. He's only a Mike. I think we need more range, more versatility, and someone better to build around at this spot. I think later we could do somebody like Deion Jones from LSU who play Will. Camelia Correa's a fine Mike, and I bet we could get him in the third. So I think there's, we have options later at linebacker. So I'm going to say we hold there. Who I like right here at defensive end is Kevin Dodd from Clemson. I like his ability. He can he shows the ability to bend the edge. He's strong, got violent hands. I actually think he has a better first step than Shaq Lawson. And he can two-gap. He's shown the ability to just grab that right tackle, drive him back, and then, you know, jump into either gap. I like that ability. I think he'll change our defense. Somebody on the other side of Vic Beasley is going to give that quarterback less options and give him more compressed pocket. If we didn't go Dodd here, I think we'd be looking at more of a Jonathan Bullard from Florida or a Charles Tapper later. But I, I really think we've got to jump on Todd. If we don't go there, if you really want that run-stopping guy you talked about, Paul, Vernon Butler from Louisiana Tech and Chris Jones from Mississippi State. I think they're the best two-gapping defensive linemen in this draft. Uh, if we don't go Dodd, I'll definitely want to go there. I know you mentioned safety. I don't see the value at safety here either. My top two guys are Carl Joseph from Kentucky and Keanu O'Neill from Florida. Once again, Joseph might fall to the second, and Neil might even fall to the third. I love Neil's hitting ability and his ability to shore up our strong side. So I say we cross our fingers. Wait on Neil, wait on linebacker, and go get Kevin Dodd right now. Excellent. Thank you. Coach Brandon Jones, what do you think? Can you tell us uh, what you're thinking here along offensive this election? Well, Paul hit on it. We're pretty much set on the offensive side, which is a few holes to fill that offensive guard, uh, wide receiver, and possibly tight end. I think if we want to look at the guard position, a guy like Cody White here out of Kansas State is a big athletic versatile kid who fits our zone blocking scheme perfectly. He would be a good pick, but I just don't see the value here at 17. So if we want to look into the second round, a guy like Christian Westerman out of Arizona State would be a perfect fit. He fits the same mold as that big, versatile kid, fits his own blocking scheme. He's got great feet, good getting to the second level and getting on blocks. If we want to look at tight ends, there's I think we can all agree that this isn't a great tight end class. So we're going to look into the later rounds, at a guy like Jarrell Adams out of South Carolina, get him probably in the third round. He's another athletic guy who can stretch the scene. He moves around in different formations for us. If you want to look into the fourth round, a guy like Nick Vanette out of uh, Ohio State, he'd be more of our inline tight end, and he would make his money on his short to intermediate routes and as a third down 
safety blanket for Matt Ryan. But as we sit here at 17, I think the two big names on the board would be Laquell, Laquan Treadwell and Corey Coleman. They're two different type of players, Treadwell being a bigger, stronger guy, who in my opinion is one of the best, go up and get the ball wide receivers in this class. And Coleman would bring more of that explosive vertical threat to us. So I think sitting here at 17, those are our two best valuable uh, value positions on the board. So I think that we've we've kind of thrown a lot of different names out into the mix. And just to kind of summarize, it seems like we're both in agreement that the value here offensively isn't really there unless we're going wide receiver. But we really need to make a step or a movement going forward in terms of our defensive selection and maybe bolstering that defensive line coach. What are you feeling in terms of those names available? Is there any way in which you would go? Because I'd like to pass this around the room one last time and get the last thoughts as to the selection. Coach, what are you thinking? Seven minutes remaining. Yeah, I think I think our uh, OC and DC kind of hit it perfectly on the head. I think if we go offense, as much as Corey Coleman could take the top off of the defense, I wouldn't take him over Laquan Treadwell. So if we were going to go on the offensive side of the ball, I think Laquan Treadwell – uh, would be a dynamic duo. I think he would step right in and be, you know, I think you could say the case would be very similar to what Roddy White brought to the Falcons when he was elite, and I think that would uh, form that dynamic duo again. But I really think we got to go on the defensive side of the ball. I think uh, Nick uh, made some great, I mean, Eric made some great points uh, in terms of who we should be going after. I like Kevin Dodd a lot. I think he would be my top choice. I think he uh, brings versatility to either play that five technique. And and like I said, I think it does give us some versatility to if Beasley doesn't continue to develop in in what we want in that Leo position, we could potentially think about making him a Sam linebacker and using him a little bit like Bruce Irvin and how Seattle uses him. And then Dodd could be more in that Leo position. So I think he gives us the versatility. The other names that I would say if we didn't want to go – uh, with Dodd was I like Jerron Reed and Ashawn Robinson. I think they can be that dominating run stuffing one technique or can play that Red Bryan five technique role. But I think if I had a push come to shove, I would take the guy Dodd only because I think he can play immediately play on all three downs and impact the game a little bit more uh, than Robinson or Reed. But I am also very high on both Robinson and Reed and see the value that they can bring to our team as a whole. So, as we spin it back around, Coach, I'd like to know, just before we move on to Eric, who is going to be your red star player? Is there a red star player or player that you think we should just keep in the back of our minds later in the draft and just go for it? Uh, the one guy, 100%, my red star player would be Matt. We are unable to get Aaron Lee. I would love to get uh, Deion Jones from LSU in the third round if he's sitting out there. I think he can do a lot of what we, uh, we had pegged for, not as complete a player, but I think he could be that dominating weak side linebacker, athletic, uh, chase the ball from sideline to sideline. So he'd be my guy. We're not going to get a linebacker here. Lee would be my guy. I'd want a red star as a guy for us to really target in the third round because we're passing on linebacker here. Eric, give me your Red Star player and your final thought. On Red Star, I, I mean, Paul, I'm glad to hear you say about linebacker because if we go defensive line here, we're definitely going to have to get a number of linebackers to shore up this linebacking core. So I'm going to go with a different linebacker. Actually, he plays defensive end in Maryland, and that's Yannick Ingakoy. He is outstanding. I love his tackling. You can see flashes of a linebacker when he's chasing plays. He plays strong. He's extremely athletic. I think we could turn him into a, a, a crucial Sam piece, which is a big part of our defense. We run that 4-3 under, you know, of, and with a 4-3 under, we cheat it to the weak side. When you do that, 
you got to be really strong on the strong side. So Buller with Yannick behind him would just be a nasty combo, and I think we could hold down the strong side and get some real pass rush going on the weak side. So that's my Red Star player. As far as what we should do, uh, I'm sticking with Kevin Dodd. I like that play. Uh, it sounds like we all have a bunch of kind of zero techs we like. Vernon Butler, Chris Jones, Jaron Reed, Ashawn Robinson. I think we have the opportunity here where we just watch all four. When three go off the board, maybe we try to trade up and then go get the other one. So that's my thought. Great. Uh, Coach Jones, if you don't mind, last thought, Red Star player, and where are we going? Well, we need this defense to start taking some pressure off our offense, but we're not going to be able to do that this year. Our defense still has a couple more needs that we're not going to be able to fill in this draft alone. So my key, my red star player is going to be Christian Westerman to help us keep building on our offensive line, protecting Matt Ryan, and helping our run game go so we can control the ball and help protect our defense. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. I think we're going to be submitting our card. My red star player is going to be Justin Simmons, safety Boston College. I think he gives us a little bit of a versatile football player. He can help us out on special teams. And I think he's a guy that maybe has that starter-level capability, works well in the open field. And I think he's a good, solid tackler with a lot of upside down the line. So he's going to be my red star player. And it sounds like we're pretty unanimous. I'm going to be turning in that card for Kevin Dodd, defensive end, Clemson. And there you heard it, the 17th pick in the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room draft. Kevin Dodd out of Clemson goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Matt, want to thank you and your team uh, for the time today. Obviously, it is a busy time of year, and now it got a little busier for you. you got to make sure you get Dodd signed and in camp ready to go. Yeah, we're excited to bring him in. I think he's going to add a lot of versatility to our team. He's going to take some pressures off of our linebackers and really just allow us to play much faster this year and really make teams one-dimensional by stuffing that run. Very good. We're now going to head over to Mark Schofield and Shane Alexander for a little bit of a breakdown of the pick. Shane, Kevin Dodd off the board here to the Atlanta Falcons at 17. What do you make of Dodd in terms of uh, the value of getting him at this pick? In theory, it's a tremendous value. You can't just find edge rushers that uh, produce at a high level in the NFL. And in theory, Dodd is one. He had a tremendous 2015 season for Clemson. Um, I think he finished first or second in tackles for loss uh, in the country. He had a really nice national championship game and, and a playoff all around. Uh, he's going to be a good complement to uh, Vic Beasley, the second-year guy to Clemson on the other side. I could see them using Dodd uh, along with Tyson Jackson on the other side. And maybe even Dodd can stand up if they do some, some different fronts uh, and rushes a 34 outside linebacker. He's probably a better edge bender than Shaq Lawson, his Clemson teammate from a year ago. I like Lawson a little bit more. But as far as just pure bending the edge, uh, Dodd does that extremely well, and he's, he's really stout um, in the run game as well. I think he is a nice complement to what they did a year ago with Vic Beasley. What does Dodd give them in terms of flexibility? You mentioned potentially uh, being able to do a little bit of stand-up work here and there. Is he a guy that you also may be able to kick inside just as kind of a NASCAR front if you're going for a smaller group looking to bring pressure against a guard or something like that? Yeah, they've done a lot in Atlanta in a short amount of time to kind of retool that, that line, and I think they could in a NASCAR setting kick him inside. I mean, wouldn't that be something to line him up in a NASCAR alongside Vic Beasley? Um, they can do some nice things, and, and he would complement what they've got going really well. Mark, scheme fit, uh, what do you see here from Dodd as he fits in there? Obviously, we talked about a couple things uh, with Shane, but what do you see in terms of the bigger picture? 
Richard Smith, the defensive coordinator down in Atlanta, wants to play a sort of attacking 4-3 style defense. He wants to get after the quarterback. He wants to attack the pocket. Tried to do it with blitz schemes and things like that last season. It was a tough slog for them. Now you've got two bookend type defensive ends with Beasley, who they drafted last year, like Shane talked about, and now Kevin Dodd, where both those guys can get after the quarterback. And the great thing about Dodd and why I think he fits really well is sort of a – I don't want to say it was really a knock on him, but a lot of people pointed to the fact that, look, he didn't face a lot of double teams at Clemson because you had Shaq Lawson on the other side of the ball. Well, now he's stepping into a similar situation where teams might want to double team Vic Beasley on the other side, and he's going to see a lot of the same stuff that he saw when he was at Clemson, now in the NFL. And I think it's a great way to help his transition. So I think for a number of reasons, it makes a lot of sense for Atlanta to make this move. Is there any concern that the Falcons aren't doing anything to address an otherwise lackluster offense? It's you know it's been an area they've struggled to really get into gear, even though they've spent a number of high draft picks and draft capital there. Any sense that maybe that would have been the direction to go to with some of the other players uh, that are still on the board here, like a Laquan Treadwell or a Corey Coleman? Well, I mean, if you look at sort of the overall draft board, um, the edge rushing position kind of drops off after, I'd say, like the second round or so. Those are other deeper positions. You can get a wide receiver deeper later in this class that can kind of come in and contribute later in the draft. Whereas after guys like Dodd and some other guys that are probably still on the board right now, there's a drop off. So I think Atlanta was probably smart. Look, if they were going to address this position, do it now rather than getting somebody down the road in the draft that isn't going to be nearly as good as Kevin Dodd is right here. Shane, anyone else that you think could have been a good fit going to Atlanta in this spot? There's a couple of guys I'll highlight in this spot. They could look at Leonard Floyd, the uh, outside linebacker from Georgia. Um, Gary Lee, if he falls to him from Ohio State. Shaq Lawson, Dodd's teammate from Clemson. If he were to fall to him, he would be uh, someone to look at. Um, and later on in the draft, I think they do need to find an offensive lineman, maybe a Joe uh, Tooney from North Carolina State, and maybe a wide receiver like Mike Thomas from Southern Miss. They're getting a little uh, long in the tooth there, Roddy White. So they could add a couple of players, but overall, I can I can live with this being the pick for Atlanta. Very good. There it is. Kevin Dodd, the defensive end from Clemson, heading to the Atlanta Falcons at 17. Tomorrow we head to Indianapolis. The Colts are going to be on the clock. What are they going to do? Make sure you tune in tomorrow on the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft.